1: okay good day this is our Christmas part of the album and you can play this at your Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do good day eh yeah in case you thought like I wasn't on this part oh I guarantee you you'd be on okay so good day this is a Christmas part and we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas <laughs> look out the window where <laughs> what are you doing snow what well, oh it's a great way North and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser, w- uh, here's a quiz. Quiz for Doug. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, the 25th. Right, and what's the 24th Christmas Eve, right? two. So that's two. two, and then what's after that? Uh, boxing uh wrestling day. day. No, Get boxing out. day, yeah, yeah. That's three, and then w- what's after that? Nothing. New Year's. Four, and what's- New Year's Eve. Five. Okay. Where do you get 12? Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's nine. And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. Oh. Okay, now, this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. You start. OK. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. OK. Good. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toasts, two turtlenecks, and a beer. OK. There should be more there. Hey, right? where? Uh, well, fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Four pounds of back bacon. Three French toasts. Two turtlenecks. And a beer in a tree. Oh, yeah. A fifth day of Christmas my true love gave to me. Five golden tukes. Four pounds of back bacon. Three French toasts. Two turtlenecks. And a beer in a, a tree. tree. Okay, on the sixth. Two gold. Christmas my true love gave to me. Six, six packs of two for five golden tukes. Four pounds of bacon. three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in, in a, a tree. A tree. Okay. okay. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven packs of smokes. Yeah, oh, six packs of two. Five toes. golden toots, four pounds of bacon. three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in, in a tree. tree. I okay. This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us. Um. Co-holder. Oh, este, the true gave, gave to me. Eight comic books, seven, 7 packs books, of smokes 6 packs of
0: 245.
1: And a beer. A beer yeah, that beer is empty. Okay, day uh, 12. Good day and welcome to day 12. Yeah. Golden Four pounds of bacon, three French host two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Yeah. What did you learn to do that? Uh, albums. Of course. So like that's our song. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and good day,
2: good day, everybody. Happy New Year. The twelfth day of Christmas, in Texas, my true love gave to me. 12 briskets smoking 11, shotguns toting 10, flags a flying 9, guitars playing 8, boots a scooting 7, Broncos buckin' 6, roughnecks drilling 5, blue bonnets, 4 pickup trucks, 3, Texas Stars, 2 longhorns, and a state that's its own country. On the twelfth day of
3: Christmas, Arnie didn't give me a twelve-pack of malt liquor, eleven Tennessee
4: jock straps, ten herpes bumps, nine giant queefs, eight day after pills, seven bathrooms, some booters, five giant butt
0: plugs,
3: four yehaws, three Snapchats, two baby scares, and a money shot from a preacher. Yeehaw! You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. Look at that. ass. badass.
5: Hit it, Pro. Nice, Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face.
3: You're getting some ass. Yeah,
2: baby. <laughs> Call 775
3: 357 FANS or 775 376 EZEZ. Ah, uh,
2: can I just say something here? Let, let, let's just get this all out of the way. Ho, ho, ho. And welcome to. official Christmas show of the Arnie State Show. don't worry I'm not gonna have this play behind me the whole day just just the beginning look at that we started off with the 36 days of Christmas me Satana Bob and Doug McKenzie told you the music was gonna be on point kicked it off with Mariah herself and then the Beach Boys And it's the Christmas show. It's a holiday miracle. By the way, thank you going out to my man Harrison. He got his Christmas card in the uh, mail yesterday. He and his lovely wife living out in Lubbock. Very, very nice. If you mail me anything and I haven't gotten yet, don't worry, I will thank you for it. All right, enough of that. Okay. I grew tired of that like after the very first year, especially when they made a commercial in Reno about it and they made (laughs) it like the (laughs) they mentioned the food court in it. Anytime a food court is mentioned in a Christmas song is a bad idea. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let me say good morning to everybody here during our official Christmas show. We have lots and lots to get to. Of course, we have Omicron. Omicron News that we have to talk about on this Christmas Eve, this Eve of the holiest days. Oh, yeah, we got your card, too. I'm sorry, Alicia, we did get your card. I thought I thanked you for that. That's my bad. We definitely got your card. It was addressed not only to me, so that's why I didn't get mentioned first off. So, But, yes, we did. We definitely did get your card. All right. Uh, Let's see, Uh, first one here was Mike D, he says, good morning and Merry Christmas Eve, ass family, it's Friday 2, double win, have a blessed and awesome Christmas, I couldn't agree with that anymore, Triple T is in the house, says, Merry Christmas, family of ass, bratty kid, good morning to you, I hope that you have a spectacular Christmas Eve, Alicia again says, morning y'all, happy Christmas Eve, and she's laughing at the Canadians, yes, Arise, good morning from Branson, Missouri. Look at that. Was she, I've seen her pictures online, if you're on Instagram. Oh, man. Her her uh, her pictures down in Branson are awesome. A very patriotic uh, Christmas going on down there. That's where America's still America. B Coop, what's with the backstory on the preacher money shot to see Tana? Well, let's see, one of the uh, umpteen people that she cheated on me with was a theology student going to school to be a pastor, and she told me about this one. She's like, you know, I, I can't do her voice that well. Uh, you, you know what he did? Uh, I was going down on him, and he came in my face. Yeah, she was not a big fan of that, so it, that, that was shared with me, because that's what you want your wife to tell you. Uh, let's see, uh... Uh, Andrew says, Merry Christmas Eve, family. Your route's in the house. She said, Merry Christmas Eve, ass family. Had to be at the airport at the crack of the act. And now a three-hour layover in Phoenix. Team no sleep. And it's snowing in Reno. I'm so happy. Now, speaking of the traveling, if you are traveling today, uh, you're out. I'm glad that you are out and you're good to go. Travelers are having a rough go of things due to
1: Omicron.
2: United Airlines has canceled 170 flights, about 9% of their planned scheduled today. Uh, a flight from Denver to Newark scheduled for Friday. Where the following message is shown. Your flight is canceled due to an increase in COVID cases, limiting crew availability. We're sorry for disrupting your holiday plans and inconvenience. So Omicron, is, I'm sorry, Omicron. Omicron. Is wreaking havoc on the nation and the nation's traveling on this holy of holiest weekends. I I don't know about you. I'm I'm tired of it, especially when there's stuff out there. Oh, they've moved your flight twice. Should have only been one hour layover. Annoying. Well, this is going to annoy you even more. Do you remember the other day we reported the first death uh, due to Omicron. Omicron? wait till you hear this
6: we can't confirm that the patient died from covid but we can say that he was omicron positive at the time of his death
1: so he so he died with covid but you can't say that he died from covid
6: correct this information comes from our epidemiologists who are the ones who get the reports they have to do a very uh, meticulous investigation because you know they they do take this very much at heart. They're telling me that they cannot say that, uh, that COVID was the absolute cause of death.
2: If the public health officials could plausibly blame
1: this man's death on COVID, they would. But they can't, so they're not doing that. But the media don't care about the truth, so they're running with it anyway.
2: There you go. What do you think about that? The one person in America in Texas, who died with Omicron. Omicron. They cannot confirm the fact that he died of COVID. Or he had it, but they can't confirm that he died of it. How about that? How about that? And, and by the way, all this shit is happening when now a second pill the FDA has authorized Merrick's Monopoly comes one day after the agency cleared pl- the pill from Pfizer. So now there's two pills to battle in case you get this variant of the COVID-19, which by the way is 80% likely, uh, You're 80% more likely not to go to the hospital, 80%. Yet the world is freaking out. Everybody in America, not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, this show, the people that listen to this show aren't, but the media is having a heyday with it. Restaurants are closing down. You're having to wear masks and show off your vaccination cards everywhere you go. By the way, nothing like showing off a vaccination card to a fucking Chili's hostess. I want you to think about that. There's some 16-year-old girl, God bless her, working at Chili's. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Can I see your, va- your, your vaccination card? She's going to be able to determine what the vaccination card says and if you can or can't eat there? This is so Ridiculous. This this, this 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 is slapstick comedy at its finest. This is Laurel and Hardy, meet the Three Stooges, and and, and then and then I don't know they they have sex with Abbott and Costello. I guess I it, it's stupid. Andrew says I'm so sick and tired of the COVID bullshit. I may have a few less family members after the next couple of days at this rate it's going. I just watched the interview Trump had with Candace Owens. It wasn't too impressive when they were talking about the jab. Only thing I was in favor of was them talking about being against the mandates. Look, look, and that's Donald Trump's thing. Donald Trump, hey, he was the one who put this virus, this this vaccine together. Not him personally, but he was the one who ordered it. So, of course, he's going to take it. I mean, I'd really not feel safe about it if the guy who, who made them you know, the, the Operation Warp Speed happened. If he didn't take it, I'd be like, something's not happening. And he took the booster. And he, look, he said all along he's for people's freedoms. That's what he wants. He wants America to be America again. And you know what? I, I think it's great that we have these pills now to to, to battle it. And all this kind of stuff. To me, it's just, this is becoming so far-fetched. It's becoming so stupid. And and, and really, they're fucking with our intelligence. They really are. And, and by by they, I mean the media. Let's see. Uh, I'm so tired of getting admonished for being unvaxxed. I am now in the process of printing news articles to throw at people in hopes of shutting them up. Silver Dollar City said wear a mask if you aren't vaccinated, but they never required any proof or asked about it. So basically, people wore masks if they wanted to and didn't if they didn't want to. And no one gave a shit. Everyone was lovely to each other. I want it to come out that Fauci isn't vaccinated. That would be great. Uh... Arise, that's like the country I live. Well, th- this is the funny thing, is, is that these vaccine mandates, the media, the media especially. Oh, boy, the media loves to pick on the people that aren't, the unvaxed. Like, that's a subculture now, the unvaxed, And they pigeonhole them to be all Republicans. Well, let me just say... No, 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 that's not correct, mundo Oh, you are so wrong, media. The biggest holdouts of the horrible coronavirus vaccine are young people who think COVID only poses a risk to the elderly. New data finds. Oh, isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame? It's young people. And a vast majority of young people would be described as. That's right, you guessed it. If you said, if you by chance said that they're liberal or on the left, you would be. Correct the mundo. Lehigh Universities, uh says despite reports blaming Republicans for holding out on vaccines, that's not true. The vaccine hesitancy is divided by age, with those younger than 65 less likely to get the jab than elderly counterparts. Although politics does play in a person's decision-making, it's not the most telling. He said analysis suggests that younger Americans have discounted the dangers of COVID-19, viewing it as something that only threatens the elderly. And those people would be definitely correct the mundo because that's who it does affect. I mean, come on. How many many times? And, and, And the funny thing is, if you watch videos, if you watch all these quote unquote people, the experts or the media, they never tell you the median age anymore. I wonder why that is. I I wonder why they're not telling you what the average age of death is. Because it's nowhere near something that would scare Americans, like 35 to 40. It's somewhere between 65 and 70. Now, look, look. look, if you're old, and and, and I've said this from the get-go, if you have underlying health uh, problems, you might want to look into it. The guy who died in Texas, who they can't tell if he died of Omicron, I'm sorry, of Omicron Omicron. or not. He had underlying health issues and he had COVID before. So this guy has a weakened immune system. Anyone with a compromised slash weakened immune system, you have to pay attention to this. Just like you have to pay attention to the flu. or hell, even a cold. Why is it that old people, when they break a hip, they end up dying? Well, that's because they break a hip and they have to go to a hospital. And there are lots and lots of germs in hospitals. And you see, when their old, weak-ass immune system goes in, they might breathe in something and get sick and then lo and behold, it turns into pneumonia and poof they're gone. I don't know about you, but this is this is getting to be a point where it's like come on and and I think that I, I think I don't know I, I I don't know what to even think about the American people outside of this show anymore honestly because you would think that the american people would be like hey wait a second something's not right here you, you know i am i giving americans too credit uh, too much credit for doing this hold up, hold up wait a minute
6: hold up wait a minute hold up wait a minute
2: something ain't right look at that hangtown Jen's in the house she says good morning ass family happy christmas Eve." Took me twenty five minutes to log on. I'd get in here for three seconds and poof get kicked out with a message said you already are logged in. Now, that's no good. That's terrible, but you're here and I'm very happy about that, Jen, because I have something just for you, a Christmas miracle. The one's coming. It's called space docking. The
5: once common, now lost art of pooping into a girl's vagina, space docking is enjoying a resurgence of popularity, particularly in the Midwestern and Northeastern United States. Most notably Chicago and New York City, that reminds many art historians, scatologists of the beginning of the Renaissance that began in Italy in the 15th century. According to Wikipedia, in medicine and biology, scatology or coprology is the study of feces. Scatological studies allow one to determine a wide range of biological information about a creature, including its diet, health, and diseases such as tapeworms.
2: Merry Christmas. Hang down, Jen. <laughs> I saw it last night. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, I was hoping, I was hoping that she had at least one more for the today. And lo and behold, it was a Christmas miracle That we got space docking. (laughs) Yeah, oh, scatology is really a thing. (laughs) Andrew says, did the narrator say that space docking was a lost art? I do believe he does.
5: The once common, now lost art of pooping into a girl's vagina. That would be an art.
2: I mean, first of all, you got to think about what gal would be willing to do that. I mean, and, and then to pull it off. (laughs) <laughs> Lori Lightfoot space docks. <laughs> now, that, that, that's different, you see. That's just docking it there. The Alabama Hot Pocket, it, it, it proceeds. I'm waiting for her to do the Alabama Hot Pocket. But can you imagine that? I, like, honestly, if a gal ever said to me, hey, I want you to space dock me, I'd be out the fucking door. I, I, I got to say, I, I, that's one that you don't run across very often. Can you imagine that on the call sheet of a porno movie? Uh, all right, uh, sassy Susie, uh, she's uh, she's getting paid fifty eight dollars today to do some space docking. Good God Almighty, that's a way to pass COVID right there. My God. So there you go. Uh, m- Merry Christmas, Jen. You know I love you. You know you know it. You know I I, I wouldn't do this if I didn't. So there you go. Uh, Most people that are anti-vaxxers are not Republicans. They are just younger Americans. And, duh. I, I I I mean, come on. Now, by the way, what happens in Europe now is going to be happening in America. If we haven't seen it before, we will see it now. Germany and Israel are both preparing for this. A fourth COVID vaccine is is being recommended in both those places. Israel and Germany have announced an extra round of boosters to ward off the, of course, horrible Omicron. Omicron variant. Let me ask you something. I want to think about this for a second. You got the two shots, right? Let, let, let's let say that you're a vaccinated person. And you got your first two shots. And then about maybe a year later, maybe, you're getting hit up to say, hey, time to get a booster shot on those two shots. And they just approved that like a month ago. Was the booster about a month, month and a half ago. And now they're talking about a fourth shot? What the fuck? This is like wearing a mask. It, 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 it's clearly showing that they're not working. You're out, just sent me a text. Let's see uh, her mask. Oh, nice. She's got a big Santa mask on. That's funny. That is funny. I did have the one that I flew with uh, on my 50th birthday, the gag ball. And then we had one that had the uh, uh, picture of a bomb on it. Probably not the smartest thing to wear on an airplane, didn't care, with the letter F on there. The chick who gets wolf bang scenes laughs at the chick who got the space dock scene. <laughs> Pfizer uh, CEO Anthony Bola has already said that a fourth dose could be needed. One year after the third dose. What do you think the CEO is going to say? The CEO is ready to fucking hand out like 25 more doses. The CEO, look, look, look. The CEO of Pfizer has one job, and that's to make sure that his company keeps getting money, that the stockholders are happy. He doesn't care. The CEO of Pfizer doesn't care about health. He doesn't care if you're drop. Well, he does care if you're dropping dead, because if you're dropping dead, then you can't take the shot, which means his company can't make money, which means he's going to end up getting fired and being given a golden parachute, where he never has to work again, nor do his children ever have to work again. As long as those scenes are shot on ethical porn, I don't think either actress would have room to complain. (laughs) Uh, America is currently averaging 148,000 new cases a day, a 23% increase from two weeks ago, and uh, look, I'm so fucking played out with this. I mean, mean, it, it really is getting to be stupid, isn't it? It was the beard or this. Let's see what the other mask is. Uh, Eat a bag of dicks. I, I like them both. I like both masks. Most data shows that the Omicron variant does not, let me repeat one more time, does not result in many hospitalizations or deaths so once again you have to ask yourself why why it makes me, it makes me challenge or, 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 or channel I'm sorry channel my inner George Jones uh, and, and just ask this question I mean honestly when they tell me this, Tell me why, baby, why, baby, why, baby, why you make me cry, baby, cry, baby, cry, baby. I mean, I, honestly, why? Why, why? why are you shutting everything down? Uh, I want to send out a a big kudos today uh, to former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, I, I have not liked him after he tried to uh, say that the vaccine mandates were just like Driving laws, that's when I lost pretty much all respect for him. But I got to give it up to the man. Recently in the state of California, and I got to say thanks to uh, Hot Stephanie for sending me this story. Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor, governator, if you will, of California, spent his own money to buy a bunch, $250,000 worth of these, and I think that's probably about, I, I don't know how many of them he bought, but they're called these miniature houses. And he bought them, and he gave them to homeless veterans living in L.A. it has been a big problem with homeless veterans all over the country. L.A. is one of the worst homeless encampments in the entire country. And Arnold Schwarzenegger went out, and I think he bought 100 of these, and, and look, look, they're just really sheds, but they're insulated. They have air conditioning. They have electricity. And I, I just, I, I think that was a really, really nice move on his part to do something like that for the veterans of this com- country. And as much shit as I give him for, A, being a terrible governor, and, B, being an idiot when he compares mandates to driving laws, I, I, I will give credit where credit's due, and I think this is a, a great thing that he has done, and I salute you, Mr. Former uh, Governator, whatever your name is. But, of course, that's not in the news because that's a good story. We don't get good stories in the news. No, 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 no. We have to hear about idiots. Idiots like Christine Whitmer, you know, the, the, the governor of... Michigan, who was originally against the, the mandated shots, and now she's jumping on board with them. Is she jumping on board because she's been promised a cabinet post by um, uh, any number of his staff that's about to leave? Gretchen Whitmer, I'm sorry, declared her support for President Biden's workforce vaccine mandate. She's an idiot and, and, and those guys who planned the kidnapping that was stupid but you know almost Times Square this week if it this this is uh, the kickoff of the week a lot of people have most of next week off. I'm gonna take Monday Tuesday Wednesday off and you got New Year's Eve in there and then New Year's Day and then all that kind of stuff and a lot of people still watch the ball being dropped. From Andy Cohen to uh, Anderson Cooper's face, right there in the middle of Times Square. This year, though, they're saying that they will have a a celebration. There's some, you know, this is a thing I hate. By the way, we're doing celebrity-ass deathmatch today—the Mount Rushmore of really stupid holiday traditions—and I'm mainly making this around Christmas. But here's one. That whole dropping of the ball when people go to Times Square and there's like 2 billion people there in Times Square. And the assholes who wear those glasses with the year on it. I'm, I'm looking at some broad right now. She looks like Precious from that movie. And she's got the glasses on that say 2022. That, that's And by the way, why is she wearing them now? It's still 2021, dummy. But the, the ball drop will continue to happen this year in... The the big apple, if you will, uh, of New York City. New York there City it is right there. Uh Mayor Bill de Blasio, the idiot, announced that wearing a mask, social distancing will be a must and you have to be vaccinated to go outside. I don't know about y'all. So, to go outside and and breathe the fresh, clean air, you have to wear a mask, social distance, and be vaccinated. Man, oh, man. That's fantastic shit right there. That's what I love to hear. I can't wait to watch that debacle happen. Are we done? Oh, we are done. We are done with COVID. Okay, that's good. Let's stick on, uh, uh, you know what, Uh, we'll stick on the politics right now, and I'll end it with that story. Uh, This one's not going to shock anybody. Morale among staffers is low in President Biden's White House. What? (laughs) Okay, Mr. Mayor, do you have the spit ads? Waiting at every corner to make sure that, for fuck's sake. Oh, it's so dumb. According to Politico report, uh, White House staffers are unhappy with their jobs to the point where they're anonymously leaked to the online publication in hopes that senior staffers will be alerted to the lack of camaraderie and overall happiness and fire them. These people want to be fired from the White House. You you gotta think you gotta think that's pretty fucking awful. You get a job in the White House, all right? That means your guy won. Your guy won, and you have got this dream job where you can be behind the scenes at the White House. I want you to think about that. That'd be like me getting a job with the Texas Rangers or Dallas Cowboys or Texas Longhorns but it's so bad that I want to get fired? That would crush my soul. Additionally, staffers say they have been left out of certain events while staffers from around the Capitol are invited instead due to a lottery system. Hey, you might work here and you have set all this up, but you can't come. Sorry. Sorry. The old senile man out front should have told you. They're tired of having to wipe his ass. I would imagine. The unrest in the White House comes as the Biden-Harris platform continue to be dogged by low polling numbers. As Americans grapple with record inflation, soaring gas prices, gas prices, I will say, are starting to come down supply chain issues which by the way the president said 2 days ago there's no such thing as supply chain issues and of course the, the omicron. omicron variant along with border crisis, international tensions with Russia and China well you know what i'm spelling right there if i worked in the white house right now you know what i'd be doing i'd be fucking finding another job because i'll tell you this right now the first place that anybody's going to attack whether it's china Russia or even more Americans is going to be 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I got a job in the White House. I'm quitting. I don't want any part of that shit. And if I'm black and he's got a new dog, I'm scared to death. Gas price issues, please. I live in Texas. (laughs) LOL, you're out. Oh, it is nice. It's nice to see them lowered here, though. Man, I can't believe we were paying over $3 a gallon. That's craziness. Not anymore. No, no, no. We don't pay that anymore. Now, we talked about how low Joe Biden's numbers are. Kamala Harris's numbers are even worse. And you got to think to yourself. This is where you got to think. Wait a second. Her numbers are even worse? And she is a heartbeat away. You remember when we kept hearing that about uh, Sarah Palin, who was actually a governor of a state. She's only one heartbeat away from becoming president. When she was, or if if they won, her and John McCain. She's a, she, she's only one heartbeat away. I want you to all realize that Kamala, the Indian giant. Who didn't spend much time as a senator, was an attorney general for the state of California, and didn't really do that job well. She's one heartbeat away. Well, he says, eat my ass. I'd love to pay $350 a gallon. <laughs> well, Kamala Harris has answered why her poll numbers are so low. They're about as low as the low-hanging fruit she's picking right here. The uh, vice president, in a new article in the New York Times, has reportedly said that she's blaming does anybody want to guess? Does, does anyone like? Uh, let's see. That. Uh, there are two things that she's blaming. Does anybody want to guess what they are? Look at that! Look at that! Alicia's on fire today. Alicia, I would play the lottery if I was you. Kamala Harris is blaming racism and sexism for her failures. Oh, isn't that great? And she wouldn't be treated this way if she was a white man. No, if she was a white man, she wouldn't have the job of vice president right now. The woman who used her femininity and her race to get elected is now saying that is what people are using against her. So I guess it's okay to use it, but when it's used against you, it's a bad thing. I love this. I th- th- This fills my heart with so much joy. If I was a white man, they wouldn't treat me. How are they treating you? How is the media treating you? If you were a white man, you know what would have happened? You'd be fucking fired for not doing your job at the fucking border. As a Texan, this this administration has been so anti-Texas. Whether it's holding back electricity when we had our, our, our blizzards last year, blizzards for us. And then not doing anything about the border crisis. At well, least, is how convenient she used her pussy. Yeah, oh yeah. That's how she got her jobs. Fuck, she was fucking and sucking old Willie Brown. That's how she became Attorney General of California. By the way, kept black people in jail even longer than their sentences. Just want to point that out. To all my homies out there that love her. The woman who was solely picked for being a woman screams sexism. That's rich. At this point, all I do when Democrats talk is assume they're talking about themselves. It's a fun little game, but I think it's closer to reality. Yeah, it is, Andrew. I I saw AOC coming out, and she was bitching about uh, mansion. And by the, way, by the way, the Senate is going to vote on the Build Back Better plan. They're going to waste Americans' time and taxpayer money by going to the Senate and voting on this when they know for a fact it can't pass. And then you got these idiot progressives. Look here, I will take a liberal over a progressive every day of the week. The progressives like the, 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 the terrorist chick from Minnesota. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck. You got that whore up in New York, fucking AOC. They are telling the president, oh, just just put it through on your own. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Did they not study any way anyway, bills and things like that work? He can't really push it. If he pushes it through on his own, that's his own death sentence. And the more and more I'm reading, and how great is this? The more and more I'm reading is Joe Biden is not planning on going anywhere. Meaning he is going to run for re-election. I know it's really early to talk about that now. I mean, before we get through his impeachment and all. Um, but... He is thinking of running again because Donald Trump is running. He He's, he's like, pumped by it. He's pumped by that whole idea. Joe. Joe, that's your senility speaking, son. You're not going to make it. Your own party is going to kick you out. I don't know who they're going to put in place, though. I mean, th- this is, like... 2022 is going to be interesting, and I'm going to tell you why I think it's going to be interesting. Because if they kick Joe out, that means Kamala becomes president. And I'll, I'll give it up for for people that work in politics. They aren't dumb. People at that high of a level that work for pol- politics are not dumb. And they're sitting there going, well, how can we sell President Kamala Harris? Because that won't get reelected. And then the third person in line is Nancy Pelosi. The left knows how fucked they are. That's the problem right now. The left knows how screwed they are. Because they got strike one, Biden. Strike two, Kamala. Strike three, Nancy Pelosi. None of those people America will respect. I mean, we've already proven that we don't respect. How sad is it? This is the sad part to me. Joe Biden, what, a week and a half ago, went to Kentucky to assess damage done. And that's a very presidential thing to do. And he did the right thing by going. I have to give the man credit where it's due. He showed up, and when he he went boots on the ground in Kentucky to see all the damage from the tornadoes. And he was greeted with a let's go Brandon chant. The American people hate this guy, and I'm afraid it's going to be even worse. Hey, have a good day. Uh, It's going to be even worse if the Indian giant somehow gets in place. And if that doesn't work, America really hates Nancy Pelosi. I, I will say good luck to all Democrats forever trying to fucking win an office again. If it goes down that road, hey Kamala, it's that the case. What was Trump rallied twenty four seven by the media? You lazy, ignorant, cunt, wrinkled cheese. <laughs> Morning, all about to remove the door panel in my girlfriend's car to see if I can bypass the window motor to get the window up. Pray for me. Never done this. All right. Have fun with that. Uh, Matt Hatter says, good Christmas Eve morning, ass family. What's up? I love when I get gas and there's 17 Biting button stickers on the pump. <laughs> Those are pretty funny. I, I, I mean, this is funny that, that Kamala Harris is saying, oh, it's racism. It's sexism. Why people don't respect me. Now, here's the fact of the matter. I don't respect you because you don't respect this country. Kamala Harris looks at this country as it owes her something. Because she's a woman of color. There are a lot of people of color who realize that, and, and this is a big realization when, when you get to it, when you realize that the world doesn't owe you anything. Most of us come up with that realization at a very early age. Kamala Harris still thinks it, that the world owes her something. She's one of these people that think that since she's a minority, and once he, and she'll use that word with racial instinct uh, intentions on there to me when i say minority it's all about numbers she thinks she has no idea what minority or majority mean cuz she's that dumb she just will know that if she puts a majority of dicks in her mouth she'll go further in life She thinks that the world owes her something because the world was mean to her as a kid. By the way, yes, I I know. The world was mean to all of us when we were kids. Nobody had the greatest childhood in the world. A lot of people had good childhoods. But there was somebody out there that made your childhood a pain in the ass. It could be your brother. It could be your sister. It could be the bully that lived across the street. Nobody's childhood was ideal. And now Kamala Harris is saying, well, because I didn't have the ideal childhood, I should have this power. It doesn't work that way. The reason why Americans do not like you, you ready? You ready? I'm going to tell you why. Because you don't do your fucking job. If you were to simply do your fucking job, I think Americans could go, I like her. I really do. I I think she's completely incapable of doing the job that she has as vice president. Not once has she stepped foot in in, in the right part of Texas where the border issue is a huge issue down in the southern border. She didn't go there. No, she went out to El Paso, just kind of looked around and left. She's been to Arizona. And by the way, they're still coming in. We set a record this year. A record in a guy's first term. A lot of those people that were the the migrant uh, people that that, that moved, the groups, a lot of them said they were waiting for this guy to become president. Now, why would you say something like that? Because you know the previous guy wasn't letting your sorry ass in. And I love it when those people get blasted by the and I'm talking about the progressive type people. Because Kamala Harris don't don't even don't even think about it. She is completely progressive. The only progressive Joe Biden is, is his dementia and Alzheimer's. But you get people like her and AOC who question, question the leader of ICE. And she talks about how dare you. She, I, I think she actually said, how dare you separate a father and his child? He goes, well, when I was a police officer, I pulled someone over for DUI, and that man had a child in the car, and I had to separate father and child from that. She goes, well, these people are coming to this country, and that's not illegal. And he's like, well, yes, actually, it is. No, not when you're doing it uh, to escape, you know, persecution. And he goes, well, yes, you can come here, but you have to go through the port of authority or, you know, the port. They aren't doing that. They're breaking the law. She's one of these people who got her job, and now she's in there. Ain't going anywhere because she gets on TV enough, and I talk about her enough keeps keep spewing this this crap that she's spewing she's an idiot and by the way she's close friends with the vice president who is also an idiot you know who else is an idiot the president he's an idiot she pretends to be black and screams racism Maybe that's the reason people hate her. Well, her daddy's Jamaican and her mama's Sri Lankan or, or Indian, right? Yeah, Indian. Yeah, how many black men did Indian Giants separate from her uh, their kids a- as, uh, as as not DA? Well, she was a DA in San Francisco. Then she moved up to the Attorney General. But, yeah, she separated them. Now what? Now what you got there, AOC? you dumb bitch I think that's what I'm most upset about is how dumb our leadership is Like I, I we don't need a bunch of road scholars being president it would be nice if there are road scholars with some military experience even better but no we get the we 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 get the catfish of politicians Joe Biden, who is a complete bottom feeder. And now he's the man in charge. Yeah, I see a big problem with that. I don't know about you, but I see a huge problem with that. But that's just me. I'm just a normal guy. Um, staying here in America yesterday, did everybody get to see this, that Kim Potter, uh, the Minneapolis... Police officer was found guilty in the death of Dante Wright. She was found guilty on first and second degree manslaughter charges, meaning she will end up in prison. I don't even think military is a good reason to put them in presidency. Could you imagine President Miley? Uh, you're right. There's some, but, but see, he's one of those idiots. I want somebody who's good. Um, back to this Kim Potter chick, she faces a maximum of 15 years for first degree manslaughter. Now, if you don't remember who this is, this is the officer who was trying to detain a young man along with other officers while he was in his car. She shot him at point blank range, killing him, and she thought she was getting a taser. Now, I've seen a few memes out there this week about how she's doing her, you know, she's, a, she's trying to apprehend a suspect and accidentally shoots and kills somebody, and she's going to prison. But Alec Baldwin shoots and kills a woman, a mother, and he's going to get off scot-free. I don't know about y'all. I didn't watch any of this. Did you guys watch any of this trial? I didn't watch much of it. I'm still having a hard time with this trial. And the reason why I'm having a hard time with this trial is because there's got to be a different feeling between a taser and a regular gun. Is there not? Because, I mean, she shot the guy. Look, look, look. Once again, he was not complying. And bad things happen when you don't comply. But isn't there a difference in the feeling? And I'm not trying to, to add on to her and and pile on saying how horrible a human being she is. I, I'm sure she dreads this. I did not follow this trial, but if we were to compare it with somebody that is drunk driving and kills someone in an accident, or even just gets into an accident and kills somebody, oftentimes they are charged with manslaughter. Well, and and look that's what she was charged with it was manslaughter she didn't mean to kill him but somebody has to answer for the death and I'm not even adding in on what kind of a bad person Dante Wright was but do you, does anybody have a problem with hangtown gent says I agree with her verdict I didn't watch the trial. do not know all the facts, but if you take a job where you're handling a weapon as a part of it, and in the course of your job, you fuck up and use the wrong weapon and kill someone instead of just zapping them, it's your fault. You don't get the, uh, get the outfit, the badge, the car with lights and sirens and guns without responsibility. Sadly, she is responsible, plain and simple. V. Coop says, I feel uh, would know the most about uh, the, no, the two. I think they're similar due to the grip, but I've never seen a taser in person. Matt Hatter says, yes, they're a very different feeling in the two, and the play seat should be uh, something you have trained to know which is which. Same thing if a person was a bus school, a school bus driver. They got into an accident and it hurt kids. I think it's the bus driver's fault. Sadly, it's the job they took and the liability they take with the job. And and look, man, I agree with a lot of that. Honestly. I felt so bad watching her testify. I believe it was a true accident without malicious intent. Hope for the minimum. I believe that would be right. I think she truly did make a mistake. I don't think she's one of these cops, one of these bad cops that just wants to kill everybody. That would be me. That'd be me as a cop. I wouldn't even have a taser in where the taser goes. I'd have another gun. I just hope they do the right thing by her and give her protective custody, because otherwise she ain't going to make it in the big house. But I do believe she needs some jail time. Sad, sad story there. All right, final story, and then we'll take a break. and we'll play some Christmas music here. Good old Vlad Putin. You got to like this guy. You, 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 you got, you, look, look, I know he's bad. He's in Russia, and he's awful. But you got to like him. God damn it, I got this story from the Washington Post. Hold on a second here. Got to clean this thing up. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. This is what you got to like about him. He comes out and says, a woman is a woman and a man's a man. He said this while doing his wide-range televised annual news conference. That, like, this is, look, you want to bitch about America? Okay, that's fine. Great. Our president gives, like, 20-minute addresses. Vladimir Putin was on the Ukraine TV, or he was on Russian TV for over four hours. He answered one in response to a question from the reporter for RT, a state media company, about his view problems in Western society, cancel culture, and Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling's views on gender, which many people consider transphobic. Putin doubled down. If someone thinks that they're a woman and men are the same thing, then be my guest. But then there is common sense. I stick to a traditional approach that a woman is a woman and a man's a man, a mom's a mom, a dad's a dad. And then he goes on to say, in the case of athletics, if a man declares himself a woman and decides to compete in weightlifting or some other sport, women's sports would cease to exist altogether. Hey, that's a shout out to you there, lady swimmer. He says, we can't get away from it. We need to look for anecdotes to this to be effective. Boy, that's what I want to see. I want to see Vladimir Putin. I I would love to see some candy-ass, libtard, progressive question Vladimir Putin. Vladimir, you're offending them. You're not using the correct pronouns. Dead. Duh. You must die now, duh. Why does not I have to look at the leader of, of Russia now and go, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm thinking? The Coop says, you can easily tell the difference between a taser and a gun. She honestly would have been justified shooting, but she fucked up by yelling taser. Elise says, I agree with this, comrade. I, I do too, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the rules they got, the hypocrisy in their rules. I bet you nobody protests over there. First of all, it's like 180 billion degrees below zero in Russia right now. And secondly, if you oppose Vladimir Putin, lo and behold, you become Jeffrey Epstein. In 2020, his government used the gay propaganda ban to persecute a LGBTQ rights activist. I'll never forget when I saw this thing on a Pussy Riot. They're a punk rock band in Russia. Bunch of chicks. They were following them around. and, And in Russia, being gay is a crime because they equate all gay people to kid-touchers. Look, they, they ain't informed. And what would happen is KGB members would set up dates on dating sites with dudes. The dudes would show up and there'd be like nine KGB guys there. And the guy might get a couple good shots in, but he's going to get the shit beat out of by nine KGB agents. And then they take him to a camp to try to fix him. The whole Pussy Riot thing, just awful. It was tough. So there you go. There is your first segment of the Christmas show. Now, what we have to do, what we must do is we must figure out which of these traditions is the worst. We have a Mount Rushmore to do, and let's get to it right here, right now. It is time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it is time for Celebrity. Celebrity. Ad. 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 All right, we have the worst holiday tradition. To get through. We want to know the four worst ones you've got out there. Got sixteen to choose from, and it is up to you, ass family, to tell me which one is which. Let's get it on. All right. And by the way, by the way, the Mount Rushmore of soundtracks. I've got it complete. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Our first matchup in today's series. Ladies and gentlemen, we have those fucking terrible, off, awful, ugly sweaters. This became a tradition, what, five, ten years ago? People started wearing these, and now it's kooky and fun. Ugly sweaters versus that goddamn elf on the shelf. Have you seen Snoop on on, on a stoop? Yeah, Snoop Dogg is suing that guy now. How do you try to use Snoop Dogg's reference and name and not give him any of the royalties? That was a stupid thing. But we're talking about Elf on a Shelf. Ugly sweater versus Elf on a Shelf. Ass family, which one is worse? You don't like it the most. I want the absolute worst. a winner ass family. Elf on a shelf moves on. Our next one we're getting both these out of the way real quick. You're in the office place and you're forced to buy gifts for people and it's called Secret Santa. But then somebody wants to add to Secret Santa. So you got Secret Santa by itself. And then the next one is added usually to Secret Santa, and it's even worse. And that's the white elephant. So ask family, which tradition is worse? Secret Santa or the white elephant gift-giving, taking, bragging, whatever it's called? Which one you got? (laughs)
0: Woo!
2: Privileged elephant. We have ourselves a winner, ass family. That is right. Stupid-ass take-and-give-and-white-elephant-game moves on. Next one up. I don't know about you. I hate these. These are just dumb. Anybody who goes out and gets a white Christmas tree. What is wrong with you people? There ain't no such thing as white trees. So we got white Christmas trees taking on, and this is even worse because there ain't nobody talking, a live nativity scene. So white Christmas trees versus going and watching a people bunch of people stand around, do nothing, and freeze your ass off. Who you got? guys like the white trees then you got to vote the other ones By the way, that's not really baby Jesus in the nativity scene. Probably not even a real donkey in there. Bullshit. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm happy to say that a lot of people have voted and voted for the live nativity scene as the worst tradition. Our final two matchups, or our final matchup here, the final two in the first round. I got one of these last week from a friend of mine, and I knew I was going to get it. Oh, I hate this. I hate this worse than anything. The family newsletter. You get a card, and then you get this letter. And it was printed top to bottom, single space, small font, both sides of the year that they had. I ain't got time to read all that. I don't know about you. I, 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 I don't got time for that. So the family newsletter versus anything sexy Christmas. When you come dressed like sexy Miss uh, Mrs. Claus or sexy elf or sexy reindeer. There's nothing sexy about Christmas. Jesus, what is wrong with you people? family newsletter, or anything sexy, who ya got? (sighs) People have spoken, and they have said, we do not give a shit about your goddamn family newsletter, and it moves on. So now we will find out who gets on the Mount Rushmore with these two simple votes. Our first one. That dumb little elf on a shelf where every day you got to hide it, and the kids try to find it, and it's creepy looking. It looks like that claymation shit from Rudolph. Santa? Santa? Oh, I hate that claymation shit. So you got elf on a shelf versus the white elephant gift-giving, taking, trading, swapping, all that bullshit. Elf on a shelf. White Elephant Christmas. Ask family, who you got? (laughs) I love you, Andrew. ourselves a winner ass family and it is that damned elf on a shelf elf on a shelf moves on and is on the Mount Rushmore which one of these two will join the elf on a shelf will it be the stupid boring mundane tiresome played out live nativity scene or will it be the family newsletter? Family newsletter, is that worse or is the live nativity scene worse? Ask family, you got to tell me who you got. got a good one here. Oh, Ask Family, we have a winner. It is the Family Newsletter. The Family Newsletter makes it on to the Mount Rushmore of stupid holiday traditions, along with Elf on a Shelf. My God, Ask Family, what a first round that was. We have more to follow coming up after the next segment here at ArnieRadio.com. And now it is time for the creme de la creme of holiday music, the best Christmas music available for the year.
6: I- of a white, white Christmas, you're just like the one that I used to know. Honey, it's where the treetops, treetops listen. Little bitty, little bitty, little bitty children. They'll try to listen to eager. Here for the sleigh bells that are ringing in the snow. I want to tell you one more time what I'm thinking about. Oh, a white Christmas day we there free Christmas. Christmas in me all Christmases be so wide.
7: I'll have a
3: blue Christmas without you I'll be so blue just thinking about you Decorations
7: My street won't be the same, dear, if you're not.
3: Blue, blue, blue,
0: blue Christmas
5: Homemade eggnog Little sister brought her new boyfriend He was a Mexican We didn't know what to think of him Tell us Uh like Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Kids with him, the three from his first wife, Lynn, and the two identical twins from his second wife, Marinelle. Of course, it brought his new wife, Kay, who talks all about AA. A-A. chain smoking while the stereo plays. No A- Turn the ball game on. Mix margaritas when the eggnog's gone. Send somebody to the quick pack store. We need some ice and an extension cord. A can of bean dip and some dying rides. A box of tampons, some more. Merry Christmas from the family. Fran and Rita drove from Harlot, I can't remember how I'm kin to them. But when they tried to plug their motor home in, they blew our Christmas lights. Cousin David knew just what went wrong. So we all waited out on our front lawn. He threw a breaker and the lights came on. And we sang silent night, oh, silent night. Oh, holy night. Carved the turkey, turned the ball Make Bloody Marys, cause we all want one. Send somebody to the stop and go. We need some celery and a can of baked snow. A bag of lemons and some diet sprites. A box of tampons, some Salem lights. Hallelujah, everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the van.
3: Show at ArnieRadio.com The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com
2: You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Arnie Radio. Ah, man, oh man. That was a trifecta of goodness right there. Started off with Otis Redding's version of White Christmas. I have to admit, the first time I ever heard that was when I saw the movie Love Actually. I've only seen parts of Love actually this year. I haven't even watched it all the way through. But great, great rendition of White Christmas, which no, will not be remade into a BLM Christmas. And then, of course, the Coupe de Gras, the greatest Christmas song ever. We can all agree. The King doing Blue Christmas. And then one that has grown so close to my heart, and I actually got to see the show last year, Robert Earl Keen's Merry Christmas from the Family. He does a whole, like, December tour of it. And fantastic show. Love, Robert Earl Keen. And there you go. We've got more coming up. And you're out said This is the first time she's listening to Christmas music this year. I hope I do well for you. Uh, she says, my mom has love actually in queue for when I get home. Awesome. I I can watch that movie any time of year, though. That one, I I don't have to just watch that at Christmas. I can watch that in August. It's just a good movie, but you got to watch it at the holidays. Uh, All right, we will move on. We got more stuff. No more fucking COVID. No more fucking Biden. No more shit like that. We're just going to have some fun now. Hey, let me tell you today's Christmas jokes. Uh, By the way, by the way, huge announcement to make. Next week when I come back. So I've had this series going for quite some time now on TikTok and you can see it on my Instagram page as well and my Facebook stories. My my joke of the days. My my my, my taking dad jokes back. I've, that's not going anywhere. Okay? We're going to still keep that. We have a brand new seg- a brand new social media segment. And you'll only be able to get the answers on this show. I can't wait to start it next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. At least I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But I got to talk to uh, to my man, uh, Young Harm, make sure that we can get the right stuff made up for it, and that way we can do it. It's going to be fucking hilarious. I swear to God, it's going to be great. Uh, but first, the jokes of the day today. What would a fatal dose of Viagra be on Christmas called? Die Hard. And the final one, why doesn't Mrs. Claus reward Santa with backdoor loving? Because it's a shitty gift. That one, that one, that one pretty much writes itself right there. That one gets <laughs> one of those. There you go. Uh, Aldo says, it's a Christmas story for me every single year, the only tradition I plan on keeping for the rest of my life. Uh, the 24 hours of it is on now. I believe or it's it kicks off tonight on TNT and TBS. I do love Elf and I have not I've got the, I've got it set to record tonight for uh, Christmas Vacation. Love me Christmas Vacation. That to me is a great movie. Oh, I was for sure one of the jokes was going to be have the punchline cuz Santa only comes Oh yeah, I did that. That was one of my first ones. Why is Santa's sack so big? Cuz he only comes once a year. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I could have told the joke, you know, why is uh, Mrs. Claus divorcing Santa? Because he only he only comes once a year and it's usually down a chimney. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I did that one like a week and a half or, yeah, about a week. Uh, I think that was the first one I did last Friday or Thursday. That one's gotten a lot of views. How many views has that one gotten? There's been a couple that people are mad at me for. They're mad at me for the emo jokes. I know that one for sure. Uh, let's see. When did I start? Because I put little little Christmas bells on there. What do ornaments and emo kids have in common? They both hang. That one's gotten a lot of views. That one's at five hundred and thirty thousand.
3: What's this Taking one? Dad jokes back my dad Here we go. Never told a shitty joke. Why is Santa's sack so big? Because he
2: only comes once a year. Taking there you go. Dad jokes back. That one's gotten one point one million views. So there you go. Uh, the problem with Christmas via uh, action on. T- uh, VA action on TV is they don't have the full cursing speech. No, they don't. they had Christmas vacation. They don't. And that sucks. But Cousin Eddie's in there. And and anytime you get a chance to see Cousin Eddie, and honestly, Cousin Eddie is the Christmas miracle that never ends. Shitter was full! I mean, that's just <laughs> that one's just so funny. Uh the emo kids are mad, better hide the razor blades, right? They got all pissed at me. Now, that last joke I told about the, uh, the shitty gift, I have been doing the worst gifts I've ever gotten, a whole series I've done, and now I have to top it with the final worst Christmas gift. The worst gift I ever got was from Satana, and it was a leather-bound Book of Mormon. And no, I am not a Mormon, nor was I planning on converting to Mormonism. That was terrible. That was an awful gift. The worst Christmas gift I ever got, and this taught me how to keep my mouth shut. So the backstory on this gift is I was growing up, and my my best friend at the time, I think I was 9 or 10 at the time. I was 11. I was like, because I got my first skateboard right before I turned 10. And it that was the previous year. I got that for my birthday from my grandma. Then it was the next year. So my friend Todd had saved up all his Christmas money and all his birthday money. And he bought himself a VCR. This is how fucking old I am. This is back when VCRs were like $250, $300. My friend Todd saved and saved and saved and he got himself a VCR. Well, I wanted a VCR for Christmas. I made no bones about it, and I didn't want it for my room. I wanted one for the house. Todd had, Todd's VCR was for his room. I had a shitty TV, so I didn't want I, I, I mean, I had TV and it, it barely got any channels. I didn't even have cable. But we wanted a v, I wanted a VCR. and I talked about it all year long. I didn't care about all the other shit. I just wanted the house to get a VCR. And like I've stated in the past, we used to do Christmas the next day at Grandma's house. And I knew Grandma was always going to give me good stuff. But I was told I couldn't ask Grandma for a VCR because it was too expensive. And I understood that at the time. I was probably going to get cool G.I. Joe toys and shit like that from Grandma. So, Dad, we, we opened our gifts as a family, me, Dad, and Mom, on Christmas Eve. I'm sitting around, we're opening gifts, I'm getting the usual, you know, fucking bullshit. And I'm, I'm getting a lot of stuff from Dr. Pepper, because my mom worked at Dr. Pepper. I got like a, a track suit, a Dr. Pepper burgundy colored track suit. One of the many reasons I will never wear that color ever again, even though I still love Dr. Pepper. I think I got like a handheld video game, which was kind of cool. But then it was time to open the big gift. My big gift. You know how you always have to wait till the last one to open the big gift? And I was for sure, it was a VCR. I mean, I knew it. So I, I ripped the packaging open. And I opened this box, and the look on my face said it all when I opened it up. Now, I've never really had a sensor button until it was taught to me to have a sensor button. I opened this package up, and my mother had gotten me. A Dr. Pepper skateboard. <laughs> a tracksuit? I forgot everyone in the eighties and nineties were Russian. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Was there a Dr. Pepper store at the factory? No, they could get like they could get stuff. They could order stuff from Dr. Pepper. They did not have like we didn't it wasn't a factory. It was like an office building. The, the bottler, we he, she didn't work at a bottling plant. She worked at corporate. And uh, y- you could go out to the bottler and you could pick up cases if you wanted to, but it was all the way out in Plano, and it was a fucking pain-in-the-ass drive back in the day. Like, did she work all the time and only uh, have time to shop on her lunch break? No, she had plenty of time on the weekends and stuff. I opened this gift up, and it's a Dr. Pepper skateboard. Now, if you know anything about skateboarding back in the day, it was all about who you had. I had a Santa Cruz skateboard, so I had a pretty damn good skateboard to begin with. And I opened up this Dr. Pepper skateboard. And, I mean, it had the burgundy wheels. The trucks were dog shit trucks. Skateboard was about $35, $40. It didn't even have fucking grip tape on it. But it had a big, gigantic fucking I'm a Pepper logo. And I I just looked at it, and my mom goes, what do you think? I'm not proud of this moment at all. I'm not, not at all proud of this moment. And I hurt my mom with this, and I, I I apologized to her for the next 15 years of her life. I looked at her, and I said, this sucks. I thought my dad was going to beat the living shit out of me. I, I said, this sucks. And, and to this day, it's still the worst gift I ever got. And it reminds, but the story is what reminds me of, you got to keep your mouth shut. I said, this sucks. (laughs) My dad jumped me, grabbed me by the arm, and said, get in your fucking room. The only time in my first 11 years on earth I heard my dad use the F word in front of my mom. Get in your fucking room. (laughs) I went to my room. I did not take the skateboard. Is this the bad gift, is the story the skateboard or the ass-whooping? No, the ass-whooping, I I didn't get an ass-whooping. I got jerked up by the arm and told to go to my room. I'm sitting in my room probably crying at the fact that I know I'm going to, with what my parents would would have, I thought they were going to take away my good skateboard, my Santa Cruz, and say the only time I could get skateboard is if I rode this. So I was crying. All of a sudden, my dad comes, and this is back in the day when parents didn't knock on doors; they just walked in. My dad walks in and goes, "Come with me, right now, and apologize to your mother." I knew I had to apologize to my mom, so I said, "Mom, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I just I have a skateboard that I like." And she's like, "Oh, that's fine. You don't have to ride this one." And I was like, "Oh, thank God." My dad, though. He's in the kitchen. Dad walks out. He goes, Here, open this. He goes, We were saving this till tomorrow, but you ruined the goddamn surprise. He's going to let me open it the next morning. Of course, it was a VCR. Nothing can replace the amount of shame I felt at that time. But, no, wait, whoops. But I will say, the skateboard still sucked. Still a fucking horrible gift. But that's when I learned, if somebody gives me a gift, I will say thank you. I will be very polite, and I will wait till I am far away. Or they're at least not in earshot to say this gift sucks. I I mean, even when I got my Book of Mormon. I did not say this gift sucks. I said, "Wow, thank you so much." Because I learned from that age on that man, oh man, I never wanted to feel that low ever again. Oh, it was so bad. When dad brought that VCR out, I because when I'm open it when I when I pick up that skateboard, I knew right then and there we weren't having a VCR. And I was like, man, this fucking sucks. I probably wanted to say this fucking sucks out loud. But I knew I couldn't say the F word in front of my mom. Because I would have gotten all kind of beatings for that. But man, when my dad made me open that VCR. And you know, the funny thing is, is we never, ever talked about that incident again. Because I learned my lesson. I learned it. Don't mean I didn't get shitty gifts the rest of my life from both those people. But I did feel, it, and Derek says, that sucks, man. You probably felt, oh, I, I to this day, I still feel bad about it. But that is the worst gift I ever got was the Dr. Pepper skateboard. Never ridden, by the way. <laughs> Never rode that Skateboard. I think I, I think it was in the garage for a while until my mom gave it to some worker friend's kid or some shit. I was like, yeah, get that piece of shit out of here. I don't want any of that crap. And my dad was mad at me for at least a week. God, that was fucking terrible. All right, that does it for all my horrible Christmas gifts that I've gotten in my life and been a dick for it. Uh, all right. Somebody who's not having a good Christmas this year, and his parents aren't either. This fella, this uh, Ethan Crumbly fella. This is the kid that shot up the school, and his mom sent him a text. This is out of Michigan, right? Yeah, Michigan high schooler. His mama, mama and daddy got him a gun for his birthday. Now, you can decide if that's a good gift or not. Uh, if I had that kind of kid, this kid was kind of a troubled kid, I don't think I'm be getting him a gun. But, hey, you know, my mom got me a skateboard, so. So they got him a gun, right, and I guess they knew he was going to shoot up the school. Well, his mama decided to text him, and she said, don't do it. See, this is one of the reasons why the parents are kind of on trial here. They've been arrested as well. She sent him a text on the day of the school shooting not to do it. Now, finally, she's explained herself. She was trying to say, do not commit suicide. Hi, Mama. Merry Christmas to you as well. Now I don't know about you. I'm not buying this. I, da, 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 da. I, am not buying this. That Mama said don't do it because he was fixing to commit suicide. Maybe it's true. If I'm a, J, if you put me on the jury on this one, I'm not buying it. I think Mama and Daddy had an outside clue of what this fucking scumbag kid was fixing to do. Because if you like, like. This is the one thing that I'll give up to my mom and dad. They always knew what was going on with me as a kid, even through high school. You, you know, parents, and, and you, you, you people out there that are parents, you know how you have that sixth sense about your kids, and your sixth sense going to kick in that your kid's not doing that well mentally. You're not going to buy him a gun for his birthday. That's probably one of the last things you're going to buy this little psychopath. So, that's what they're trying to figure out now. Her her lawyers have come forward and said, no, she was telling him not to commit suicide. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see how far that goes. This kid's going to be in prison for the rest of his life. And we'll see if mom and dad join him on that trip. Now, this... St- Uh, Rise says, Merry Christmas to all off to shop and be a tourist. We'll have a great day there in uh, Branson, Missouri. For the first time in almost four years, James Franco, the worst actor in cinematic history, has sat down to address the sexual misconduct allegations made against him. and also to talk about his addiction to alcohol and sex. He told his parents he wanted to be the next Kurt Cobain in hopes he'd get a guitar. Instead, they got him a gun. Now, the actor spoke to, uh, on, a seri- on a serious XM radio show about how he's changed and what he's learned about himself. Now, I want you guys to join in in this comment because this is something as as a a recovering addict, there are certain things I can buy, okay? I buy alcoholism. I buy doing drugs, you know, being a drug addict. I don't understand gambling, but I understand it's an addiction. I get that. I I get it, but I don't, but I'm not going to judge. Now, on this next one, I am going to judge. This whole idea of being addicted to sex. Now, I'm not afraid to be wrong. If y'all have information to tell me how wrong I am that you can be a, a terrible addict of sex, please, please inform me how I'm wrong. He goes on to say, in 2018, there were some claim, uh, complaints about me and an article about me, and that moment, I just thought, I'm going to be quiet. There were people that were upset with me, and I needed to listen. Some. Cha- oh, here he is. Here's James Franco. So
1: why, why did you want to sit down today? Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: <clears throat> um, well, in 2018, um, there were some complaints about me and uh, an article about me and um at that moment um i just thought i'm going to be quiet i'm going to be i'm going to pause did not seem like the right time to say anything um there were people that were upset with me and i needed to listen um there's a um there's a writer i uh damon young and he talked about you know, when something like this happens, like the natural human instinct is to just make it stop. You just want to get out in front of it and whatever you. All have to- right, enough of you, James Franco, because I can tell you're clearly acting because you're not that informed of a human being. I I don't think you are. I, I I think I I think James Franco is trash. He ended up paying over two million dollars to sexual a sexual uh, to settle a sexual misconduct lawsuit. I agree, that's just a stupid cop-out when they put a label on everything, addicted to auction, I can understand. B. says, Robert Palmer was addicted to love. He admitted it, and he just might as well face it. Uh, Special chaos says, one thing I heard about the kid, whether it's true or not, was that the parents basically bought him whatever he wanted because they were not really there for him, so they used gifts to take their place. Okay. I could see that with that kid. Uh there are so many stories about James Franco that even when Seth Rogen drops you as a friend, you're really a piece of garbage. That Seth Rogen doesn't want to even hang out with you, you know something's wrong. So he's come out now and he's he's mentioned that he's been addicted to sex. Now this one, once again, I can't buy it. And here's why I can't buy it. This is why I can buy gambling, but I can't buy the sex. And I watched Dr. Drew. I watched his his reality show when he had the sex addicts on. Guys were fucking wanking it like 18 times a day. I'd be like, fuck, man. You must have the biggest forearms known to mankind to be able to do it that many times. So you're addicted to sex. Now, when you're addicted to alcohol, if you are truly an alcoholic, that means you give up alcohol. Which means... You don't ever drink again, okay? Uh, that that that's the that's the the mindset that you you're in is that you can't drink. And I, I I run it one day at a time. I don't drink today. Same with drugs. If you become addicted to drugs because your body has grown addicted to these drugs, you can never take those drugs again because you're going to open up Pandora's box. Even with gambling, if you're addicted to gambling, you can't go out there and, and, and you know, bet occasionally. You just don't do it. But when it comes to sex, what you're telling me, James Franco, is that you're never going to have sex again. You're never going to masturbate again. I I don't know about that. I, I, that's the part where I don't know. Why did James Franco wait four years? I don't know. I don't know why he waited this long to come out and say that. Because nobody was using that excuse when all the Me Too stuff was going on. I remember the first guy I ever heard that from was Halle Berry's husband because he always cheated on her. Your out says, Here's the thing. Most sex addicts have a co occurring disorder or addiction. So it's kind of uh, what came first the chicken or the egg. The other addictions or sex, it's really a gray area. And and I appreciate that. And he said that he has an issue with alcohol. So maybe he does have an issue with it. But a lot of people will use this as, as an excuse. Halle Berry, like I said, her first husband used that, and that gave her to Dave Justice, who beat the shit out of Halle Berry. And you see a lot of people that are like this. And I don't know. It's one of those things that I can't, I'm not sure if I buy it or not. James Franco's trying to get back into Hollywood. That's what I see. Uh, Alicia says, I think a lot of sex acts also have other mental issues going on with him, like dissociative disorder, which is usually seen with people doing risky behavior and putting themselves at risky, uh, at risk constantly. Uh, your ad says, I mean, when I drink, I'm horny as hell. <laughs> when I'm sober, I'm high <laughs> horny as hell too, so. <laughs> We're seeing something new happen right now, and I'm afraid that James Franco is a part of this, what's new. And it's something that is very – it's odd, but it's not odd to me. We saw Christy Teagan get away with this. She got canceled in society last year because of some bad things. She told Courtney Stodden to go kill herself. And she was literally canceled for like five and a half weeks until Barack Obama had her at his 60th birthday party. And now, once again, she is just the queen Sheba that she is. Even though she's had tone-deaf parties and all kinds of bullshit, nobody's caring anymore, but she's uncancelled. And we're starting to see the uncanceling happen. Now, I am not a part of the cancel culture. I hate the cancel culture. I do like it when it happens to people I can't stand, like Christy Teigen. But what about all the other people that have been canceled that they haven't really come back and had a lot of proof about? Like Kevin Spacey. I like Kevin Spacey. I thought he was a great actor. I just watched American Beauty uh, the other night again. He was awesome in that movie. But he's not back anytime soon. Think of all the people that have been canceled that aren't coming back. And James Franco was one of those people. Canceled so much that Seth Rogen, like I said, Seth Rogen even said, you're too much of a dirtbag. I wish you would say that to Jonah Hill because this new look that Jonah Hill's got with the fucking flowing blonde locks and he wears his shirt unbuttoned all the way down to show off a big old chest tattoo he's got. I tell you this right now, I still want to kick the shit out of Jonah Hill. I still don't like that motherfucker. Will James Franco come back? I don't know. Do I hope he comes back? I kind of hope he doesn't. Because remember, we heard stories about James Franco, like texting a a 14-year-old girl. Of course, this guy's not going to ask him any questions on that. And the main reason why I don't like James Franco is because he is an awful, awful fucking actor. There's only one actor in Hollywood worse than James Franco And it's his brother, Dave. Man, oh man, are they bad. At least he did admit to sleeping with students of his acting school. Man, how punishing is that? You have to sleep with James Franco and attend his acting school? Oh, for the love of fucking Christmas. Good God. How bad is that school? Jonah Hill had much bagged a corpse with James Franco. I probably, I agree. I think all these fellas need to look up Ch- Chris Hardwick. He can show them how to come out on top. Hashtag Talking Dead. Hashtag Me Too Got Spanked. Yeah, he was the guy from The Bachelor, right? Wasn't that Chris Hardwick? Yeah, I think so. And then there's poor old Aziza. Sorry, that poor bastard never ever recouped. All right, enough about him. Now, oh, we gotta talk about. Oh, you want to talk about somebody that's fucking canceled? Chris Noth is canceled. I mean, the women that worked with him on Sex in the City are throwing his ass under the bus. Anybody who did anything with Chris Noth is staying the fuck away. (laughs) James Franco's acting school was probably on Groupon. (laughs) A fourth woman has come forward to accuse Sex and the City star Chris Noth of sexual assault. Singer-songwriter Lisa Gentile says she was attacked in 2002. Oh, okay. Now I know who you're talking. Yes, you're right. I know who you're talking about now. No, Talking Dead, and he ran a bunch of Comic-Con stuff. His ex-girlfriend from years ago tried to get him canceled. It didn't work. Yeah, I remember that. Lisa Gentile claimed she was sexually abused by Chris Noth in 2002 after drinking with him. Um, She said that he offered her a ride home when she accepted then asked to see her apartment. Oh, yeah. all oh, right. right. No, I, ain't, I can't play that music because it's a rape story. When they got inside, he started kissing her and forcibly pulled her against him. He then squeezed her breasts before sliding his hand under her shirt. She said she was able to push him off, at which point North called her a bitch and a tease. Next day, Sex and the City star called her on her uh, roommate's landline and threatened to blacklist her. Wow. By the way, uh, one of the other women that has accused him was a hostess at the same restaurant that this one happened Mr. Noth has uh, uh, denied all the allegations. Your <laughs> says that was a typical date for me back in the day. No, me too. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, I mean, let's say he didn't do any of this stuff. I, I can, I can live in that world. Let, let, let's say he did that. That she was a tease and he was coming on to. He didn't rape her. He didn't put his wiener in her. He grabbed her boobs. She's making out with him. See, there's a world of difference between, and I'm sorry, but there is. There's a world of difference of what Harvey Weinstein would do to women and with Chris Noth. Chris Noth allegedly went down that road when he said he'd blacklist this gal. But I'm pretty sure that this guy's career is completely over now. I don't wanna say that he's starting to sound like Cosby. But Flazzle Dazzle Schnimmy Stop Pooh Pow Puddin Pop Wife Camille likes it in the poo poo. It just took a while for all the gals to come forward. You know what I'd like to see happen? This is what I'd like to see happen. Why don't we I and I don't know why this is. Is it because it's Hollywood? That you're no longer innocent until you're proven guilty? I mean, this is a guy, let's say let's say he didn't do any of this stuff. I like him as an actor. I think he's a decent actor. Why does he have to prove himself innocent? Why is it that these people have to prove themselves innocent? And I'm not trying to put down the victims here. I'm not trying to victim shame or do any kind of... I'm not even going to say shame because I hate that fucking term. But I'm not going to go after the victims on this. That's not their job. See, this is the state's job. Now, the one thing that he can't protect from is public opinion. Perception is reality in the world. You can like it or hate it as much as you want. Try to change it. Go ahead. I'll watch you piss in the wind all day long. But if he didn't do this, man, man you've robbed this man of a livelihood. For the red- He won't be able to get any acting jobs. we might see him in like an applebee's commercial or something his career is not over mark my words he will get a reboot of law and order oh man if he got if he got back on he was good on that show by the way these mid season bullshit fucking finales got to stop I know it's the holidays, but there are a lot of people still watching TV and we got DVRs. You can give me new Chicago Fire, new Chicago PD, and new Law & Order SVU and criminal or organized crime. I'm tired of this bullshit. Um, for guys that do this because they use their clout to get away with it, shouldn't we hold them to the same standards as everyone else do? Um... Shouldn't we hold them to the same standards as everyone else, though? We, we should, absolutely. But, th- th- see, that's a fine line, though. that That's a fine line. The, the, the clout thing is a fine line. Because not everybody uses their clout for good. Some people use it for evil. And by evil, I mean they get laid out of it. Now, if you force yourself on somebody, then yes. You should be convicted of it. But, once again, still in this country, you are innocent until proven guilty. Chris Noth is a part of this new phase. I don't know when it started in America, but you are now guilty until you're proven innocent. I know women that have been sexually assaulted but not raped. And they're made to feel like they shouldn't complain because, well, it wasn't rape. So what are you complaining about? Now I get that. Look, look. And I understand when women are raped and they don't talk about it for a couple of years, I get it that it takes years to process that. This is one of those things that are we letting uh, a predator get away with it all these times? Or are these people just jumping on him? I mean, these are all legit questions we have to ask. Socially, you're guilty, but not according to the law as of yet. Don't get me started. I'm surviving purely on my housewives right now. See, but here's the thing is that socially they're guilty and... Um, Workwise, they're guilty. Chris Noth will not get a job for a long, long time. He's not going to get a job within the next year. Unless he goes to Home Depot, and I don't know if he's that handy of a guy. But until all this is cleared out, he won't get a job. And even if it is all cleared out and that these gals are lying about him, it still might not get a job that's the be- that's the part that once these accusations have been made you are ruined are ruined because if he didn't do these things he's being shunned now They're co-stars people that that he's probably been to that fucking Horseface, fucking Sarah Jessica Parker's stable a number of times as a colleague, as a friend. And they're standing up for the women here. How about you ask your friend? Uh, their strength in numbers, and when people hear from others, their experience, uh, the same thing helps them empower them to work through it. And like I said, if he did truly do this, then he should be canceled. He should go away. There's no place to to, to do that. Acting and being a star is is not a right. It is a big, big privilege. Alicia's got to bounce, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Love y'all. Well, we love you, too. You have a great Christmas as well, Alicia. All right, so there you go. Chris Noth fucking in trouble. Oh and ladies and gentlemen boys and girls I have a true Christmas miracle for you. Oh don't say I didn't give you anything for Christmas this year. Oh this is this, this is happiness right here. Chris Martin has said that he and Coldplay will stop making music in 2025. Oh. Thank God, no more Coldplay shit to listen to. Oh, my God. He says, well, I know I can tell you that our last proper record will come out in 2025. And after that, I think we'll only tour. No! Don't do that. Go home. Spend some time with your kids that, that, that Gwyneth Paltrow fucked up with all of our pussy products, like the pussy candle and her pussy light. We we, we don't want any more of your music. Not that your music has ever been played on this show, thank the Lord. Good God, Coldplay. Debuting in 2026, warm activity. No. No, I don't want that. Uh, A big report out there today is that the Cleveland Browns are going to be trying to pick up quarterback Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans. Now, Deshaun Watson's got some stuff to get through first, like his 20 or so fucking legal cases he's got against him is civil cases about, you know, rubbing his cock on massage therapists or or, you know, finger blasting some chicks. Somebody who covers and follows Brown says that it's an educated guess that the Browns will try to be in the mix for a trade for him. Now now wait a second here. The organization exercised its fifth year option on Baker Mayfield last offseason, so he signed through next year, after which he'd be eligible for either free agency or the franchise tag if they do not reach an extension. What is Baker May- is Baker Mayfield gonna hold out for what? I I I mean, honestly. He hasn't taken him to the playoffs. And there, there's a real possibility that they don't make the playoffs this year. But I thought he was the guy. Like, this, this is the reason why Cleveland has sucked and always will suck, is that they think it's an overnight fix to fix them. You have brown uniforms. You're called the Browns, but you wear an orange helmet. And now you're talking to somebody who is an alleged groper and, and, and a sexual assaulter, who by the way will will go to court for these things. I don't know if he's going to criminal court. I know he's getting sued civilly. All they gotta do is ha- hand out the big non-disclosure agreements and nobody can ever talk about it. But a guy who's willing to say you know give money and then have non-disclosure. Can you really build a franchise around that guy? Speaking of finger-blasting, I watched Jimmy Carr last night. It's out already? The new Jimmy Carr is out? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. I got to check my phone. I thought it didn't come out till Christmas. It's out? Come on now. Where is it? Let's see. Jimmy... This is called his Dark Material. Oh yeah, that's out. It's out. Oh man, I might watch that this afternoon. That's awesome. Thank you, Triple T. Gotta love me some Jimmy Carr. So this is gonna be interesting to see. I I would love to see what Cleveland does here. If they fucking if they bail on Baker Mayfield, that's gonna be awesome. But then it and if they pick up Deshaun Watson, who's not by the way, he's not that good at quarterback. Oh, that's fantastic. That is so good. Y'all hear about this Wheel of Fortune story? So here's the story. Let me let me read it for you. Um This is a story about Charlene rubbish. Oh, it comes out tomorrow? Oh, okay. Um I watched the old ones. Oh, okay, okay, alright. What's Alec Baldwin's favorite football offense? The pistol. <laughs> uh, all right, so Charlene Rubbish. Oh, and this story is trash. Get it? Rubbish and trash. Uh, was on Wheel of Fortune and was not allowed to collect a new Audi eight Q three because she paused too long between words and her answer while correctly solving the puzzle. She went on to bonus round. The category clue was, what are you doing? She had $16,500 in prize money. She first guessed choosing the right card, but the correct answer was choosing the right word. She eventually got there, but not in the way that's acceptable for the rules of the game. All right, here we go. I I want to hear this. I, I I need to hear this. Come on. Hey, where where wh- where's my damn sound? Oh, come on. Try to talk it out. Good there luck. Go.
3: Choosing the right card. Go. Choosing the right.
5: You know, this one's tough because you, you said all the right words, including the word word, but as you know, it's got to be more or less continuous. Well, we'll allow- Oh, that's
2: bullshit. That is bullshit, Pat. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. That Pat Sajak, you're full of shit. That is crapola right there. Here we go again.
6: Choosing
2: the right card. Choosing the right word. You know, this was No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no, no. God damn it, Brett. You're fucking killing me. Audi stepped up and offered her a new car. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I was getting to it. I was using all of this for dramatic effect. It's kind of how I do the show. I, I, I have that story. It was about to be read. by the way marvel comics now have uh ruined the punisher you know what let, let's just uh let let's go to a celebrity ass death match here shall we or should i just call it merry christmas and go on? Uh, let, let's finish celebrity ass death match here, shall we? Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Time for celebrity ass death match. If that's okay. If if I'm not doing it fast enough, please let me fucking know. Um. Cowboys girl, what's your daughter's name? I would love to give her a birthday shout-out. It's her birthday. It's her big day. Please tell me her name so I can say happy birthday to her. Uh, All right, in the first round, we saw the Elf on a Shelf and the Family Newsletter moved on to actually be on the Mount Rushmore of terrible Christmas traditions. By the way, happy birthday, Juliana. I hope that you have a wonderful, spectacular birthday And that that your mom treats you to everything that you deserve to get on your special day. Uh, So Elf on a Shelf and Family Newsletters made it to the Mount Rushmore. Now we will see who joins them in our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have the matchup between the ever-so-hated Fruitcake. You have somebody who will always. Always give you fruit cake for the holidays. And I'm about to tell you, it, it ain't that good. It, it's nasty. I tried it once as a kid. It's disgusting. But is that worse than the new tradition of the Christmas pickle? Where you hang this ornament and it looks like a pickle on the tree and and, and you have to find that and you get more kind of stuff. So which one is worse? Fruitcake or the, the 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 Christmas pickle? Ask family who you got. Have a great weekend, Andrew. I did say Christmas Pickle. I'm a winner ass family ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it is the fruitcake it moves on and now we have to take a break from the game so I can address something here sorry I thought he would pass it over I'm building up have you ever heard the fucking show before The story is like three days old. I've had the story for three days about this fucking Wheel of Fortune thing. And you see, I'm trying to tell a story here. And yes, Audi did the right thing by offering this woman a free car because she deserved it. And I was going to tell everyone that after they heard what Wheel of Fortune did. I've done this for 27 fucking years. thought he'd pass it over. I'm going to pass that over. I'm I'm just not going to mention the biggest part of the story is that she got the car. Man, oh, man. How can I ignore you when everybody can see the fucking message board? Jesus Christ. (sighs) Ah. All right, back to the game. I, I, You know what? Let's just do this. How about we do this? Brett, I am going to ignore you very easily. There we go. All right, next one up here. Let's go. Let's get back to the game, shall we, as Fruitcake moves on. How about the ever, and this sucks. I hate this fucking thing so much. The Nutcracker. You remember the Nutcracker? You, you, you have to see this goddamn, this play or whatever the fuck it is. The Nutcracker. Oh, man, I hated that. And I remember as a kid, I think I was in, like, second grade, I had to perform in it. What's worse, going to see the Nutcracker or hearing a fucking ding-dong and you have people that you don't know singing at you? I didn't buy concert tickets to see carolers. So the Nutcracker or caroling, which one is the worst holiday tradition? Ask family who you got. (laughs) Nutcracker, I need somebody to to bust the tie. It's all tied up. we got to see who moves on to face off against Fruitcake. Will it be carolers? Will it be the nutcracker? Ask family who you got. I love the nutcracker. Don't mind if they can sing. Carolers, carolers win. Carolers. Carolers move on. All right. Next matchup we have, Fruitcake, carolers. Oh, th- these next two are fucking just appalling. This is a new one. It started about two and a half years, three years ago. Are these assholes who decide to decorate their beards? They hang little ornaments on there. They put glitter, maybe some tinsel. I don't know, but decorating beards. Or is it worse to decorate your car? You know, to put the red nose on the front of your car and put antlers up there. Which one is worse, decorating beards or car decorations? Ask family, who ya got? Beards versus
0: cars.
2: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. It is decorating beards. Worse than decorating cars, so beards moves on. In our final matchup, oh dear God, which one of these? The first one's got to be. And look, look, if I was a if I was a bet man, I'd take the first one. But I know I'm going to be wrong here. How about this? These two traditions need to go. One of them is mistletoe, and that's not the one I want to get rid of. But there are a lot of people that creepy people that will hang mistletoe. I don't know from parts of their belt and they think that you're going to kiss their wiener. Get rid of the mistletoe or matching pajamas. A very, very good friend of mine, a Marine, just put his pictures out online, him and matching clan of family in their matching pajamas. So, matching pajamas, mistletoe which one is worse ass family you make the call We have ourselves a winner, ass Family. Uh, it is the matching pajamas, the PJs. So now we will find out who makes the rest of the mountain. Our first matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? First matchup, fruitcake versus carolers. You got to get rid of one because one is way worse. Which one is worse, fruitcake or car- carolers? Ask Family. Family. Who ya got? Has made it to the Mount Rushmore. And we will find out now who joins them. Will it be the newly crowned tradition of decorating men's beards? Or will it be those god awful matching pajamas? Decorating beards, matching pajamas, ass family. Who ya got? decorating beards hangtown gents is decorating beards because the only thing that should ever decorate a beard is a bit of bahina juice absolutely well you take that tuna boat to pound town people all right we will figure out the rest the finals the face of this mount rushmore after our next break of christmas music including one of the coolest versions of this song ever <laughs>
3: Run, Rudolph, Santa coming far behind Run, run, Rudolph, Santa's gonna make it to town Santa make him hurry, tell him he can take the freeway down Run, run, Rudolph, I'm feeling like he married around Said Santa to a boy child, what have you been longing There's a rock and roll like your guitar And then away you went, Rudolph Whizzing like a shooting star Run, run, Rudolph Girl, child, who would please you most to get? A little baby doll like could cry, sleep, drink, and wet. And then away you went, Rudolph, whizzing like a jet Run, run, Rudolph, Santa gotta make it to town. Oh, yeah. Santa, make a hurry, time you can take the freeway down. Run, run, Rudolph, I'm feeling like a merry-go-round Run, run, Rudolph, Santa gotta make it to town Santa make a merry tell him he can take the freeway down Run, run, Rudolph, I'm feeling like a merry-go-round
0: Aloha, How'd you like to spend Christmas
3: on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend the holiday away?
7: Sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is the wise way to say Merry Christmas to you.
0: Mele Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas Day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night.
7: Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you.
0: Malikilikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Oh, yeah, That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Hi-ya.
7: Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright.
0: The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night.
7: Malikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas, a very Merry Christmas, a very, very Merry Merry Christmas to you.
3: Seven five three five fans or 775 376 Hey, see,
2: that was a fun set of music to put together because I had both the Island songs on there. You know, uh, Bob Dylan doing Christmas Island. That, that, that's a keeper there. And, of course, you got the old school Bing Crosby version of Mila Maka. And then you had Lemmy. Lemmy, along with Dave Grohl and Billy Gibbons as easy Top doing Run Run Rudolph. Can't beat that shit. And (laughs) Triple T, you you inspired me there to do the old Cousin Eddie shitters full. I can't swim, Clark. (laughs) You know the best part of that scene? (laughs) And Cowboys Girls says, I watched Christmas Vacation last night. The best part of that whole scene was when Clark was envisioning that pool. And Cousin Eddie tucked his undershirt into his Speedos. And you can see the sides of those come out. That, to me, always makes me fucking laugh my ass off because, you know what, I'm just going to tell you right now, Jerry States. That is something my dad would have done. If he would have had the courage to ever wear Speedos, he would have tucked the damn shirt into him. So I always laughed at that. V Coop says bravo on that set. All right. Uh, we got one more uh, set of stories here. We got to finish up Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. And then I will play you my absolute favorite Christmas song that I try to end every Christmas season off with. And that will be coming up in just a little bit. But I know that you're out is traveling today and you're out. Don't fall for this. Don't be this person. Do not be like Viviana Quijones. She's 28 years old. Why don't people wear that costume as Cousin A? I know, right? That'd be fantastic. The leopard print Speedo with the wife beater tucked into it. That's sexiness right there. Um, Yeah, don't be Viviana Quinos here, who was caught last uh in May. She was flying from, from San Diego to Sacramento. She might be a listener. Hey, Viviana, you dumbass. She, she fucking punched a Southwest Airlines flight attendant in the face a bunch of times and knocked out three of her teeth. All this happened because the flight attendant asked her to put the mask on correctly, to move her seat up, and put her seatbelt on. That's all she said. Now, I don't know how she said it to her, but look, look. We've talked about this. I would imagine that there are a lot of flight attendants out there that are sick and tired of the whole mask thing. They want to go back to normal as well. This poor flight attendant, waitress in the sky, stewardess, all she's doing is her job. That's all she's trying to do. She didn't make up this policy. She did not sit down. She didn't fucking come down here to Dallas, Texas, to the headquarters of Southwest Airlines, and say, hey, I want this policy in place where people have to wear face masks. She didn't do that. She's just trying to do her job. Because if she doesn't do her job, then she gets fired. And this lady, Miss quinos has nothing to do with it. Oh, she wants no part of that. She first pushed the woman before unleashing fucking fury on her. She looked like an MMA fighter. I mean the overhand right pretty impressive overhand rights from a gal. I mean, honestly. Let's let, let's see if I can watch this video again. Oh, I do have video of it, so I, I, I could post that for you guys to see as well. Here you go. Boom, three. Oh, that was oh, hold on a second here. Until a man jumps in there. Some man I wouldn't jump in against that big fat bra. One, two, three, four, five, six, fucking five, and she even fucking threw she threw a left in there. And she got her mask on right, it looks like now, but this flight attendant's busted up. Got a cut under her eye, got three teeth knocked out. God damn. Wow. That was phenomenal. That was good. Holy shit. Flight attendant who was assaulted was simply doing her job. Uh it took the flight attendant out on a wheelchair after she got the holy Jose's Hosainus beating the fuck out of her. This gal's been arrested finally. Um uh, I ain't about to throat punch a flight attendant. I need to get home. Okay, good. Only plus thing about flying with a mask, no one talks to you. Very true. She faces up to 20 years in jail and a $250,000 fine. Oh, and by the way, she's never flying on Southwest Airlines again. Now, she said she was only protecting herself because another passenger says the, the flight attendant was provoking her. Oh, man, if they could do something about that screaming child, like put a load of cotton in that kid's mouth or something that stuffs it up, shut that thing up. Or how about this? How about you, you just have an adult airline? I don't know. I know that's crazy. I just don't understand this, like, this 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 new thing, this air rage that people have. People do crazy shit on planes. I don't get it. Like, people will clip their toenails on an airplane? That's gross. I don't want to see you clipping your toenails. Now, I'll tell you this right now. I usually fly with sandals on. And when my my feet are under the seat in front of me, I take the sandals off and I rest my heels on the back of those sandals. I'm barefoot for most of the flight, but if I gotta get up for some reason, the sandals are going right back on. I don't hang my feet onto the the people in front of me. People don't see my feet on the damn plane. And believe me, I am I am. I am ready to fall for all the rage that's out there. I want to throat punch somebody, but not on an airplane, because, see, that's a federal offense. I don't want to get in trouble federally. Nobody knows my feet are off you're out, or my, my feet are out. Nobody. I keep them hidden under the seat. And like I said, like I'm doing right now, I got my my sandals on. My feet are sitting on top of the sandals. My feet don't stink. My feet are in sandals all day. How could they stink? Braddy Kid, that's your upper lip. Good Lord. And Maybe throw in a shower every once in a while. So there you go. So this gal, she's going to end up, I don't know if she's going to do any time. But she is going to get fined, and she, like I said, never can fly Southwest Airlines again. This next story, now let me say you're out. This next story, I I don't want any part of this next story. (laughs) Might as well be that old lady who took a douche bath in white diamonds. A professor at a Japanese university unveiled his latest innovation a TV screen that viewers can taste. <laughs> oh, come on. No. No. The flavor is dispensed onto a film that slides into the screen allowing viewers to experience the taste of the food they're trying they're seeing. So so you get a TV and and you slide something in there and you can lick it. No, no, no. no, I I, I want no part of this. Th- this is a bad idea. People are gonna be licking TVs now. No. And you know where I'm going, don't you? You know where I'm going. I'm just telling you right now. Somebody's going to put a porno in. (laughs) Somebody's going to get a slide of Starkist. Slide it in there and go... This will cause another Asian illness called (laughs) covid No, this is so bad. Oh, my God. The professor goes on to say, I am thinking of making a platform where tastes from all over the world can be distributed as taste content. It's the same as watching a movie or listening to a song that you like. I hope that people can in the future download and enjoy the flavors of food from the restaurants they fancy. Well, that's for sure not a way to get rid of COVID, no. No, or stereotypes. Can you imagine if you're watching a porno with a fucking redhead in it? Come on, man. Oh, God Almighty, lickable TV. You What do you mean you ain't got a lickable TV? That'll be the new craze. Hey, man, you got that new lickable TV? That thing's awesome. Bad idea. I only have this story to do a, a bunch of jokes here. And an estimated 22 million Ethiopians will require humanita- humanitarian assistance in 2022. I mean, we could go on and on on this story. You know, how many? What do you call an Ethiopian with two dogs? A vegetarian. What do you call a veg- uh, what, what do you talk, call an Ethiopian who has five cats? A rancher. Call an Ethiopian on the back of a horse. The lone stick. How many Ethiopians can you get in a in a phone booth? All of them. Why can't you put an Ethiopian in a bathtub? They slide down the spout. I mean, come on. She's getting on the plane. Well, you have a Merry Christmas as well. You're out. I mean, the Ethiopian jokes are great. Like, you, did you see the score of the Ethiopian soccer game? Yeah, it was Syria 8. Ethiopia didn't. <laughs> they just go on and, on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, all right. So, yeah, that's why I did that story. I did that for my own pleasure there. That was my own Christmas present to myself. Now, there's a big story out there right now that there's an auction going on on the key that actually locked up Nelson Mandela. The The bid right now is at a million pounds. What does Alison Morris call the Ethiopian at a coffee shop? The N words. Now, now, here's the problem I have. Let let's say that you bid on this key that allegedly locked up Nelson Mandela for 27 years. Does anybody does anybody have a clue of what my question could be? No, no. This is where I want you to 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 add, please, please. Here, here you go. Here, here's the the music. What would my question be about said key? That you're willing to spend a million pounds on. I believe they are. If you got a million dollars, you can buy this key. Or is that your question? No, that's not my question. My question is this. How do you know it's the right fucking key? I I mean, seriously. Did somebody just find an old-looking key and go, hey, this is the key that locked up Nelson Mandela. I could sell this key. I'll sell it for half that. All I got to do is get an old-timey key They say the key comes from the prison near Cape Town where Nelson Mandela was held. It's being sold by the jailer who befriended the legendary leader 27 years ago. How how do I know this isn't the key to like his fucking chicken coop? Man, oh man, Ask Family, we are in the wrong business. We need to be in the business of artifacts they can't check. Like, if I bid a million pounds on this key, I want to go to that fucking jail and open the fucking door with it. If it don't work, I want my damn million dollars back, and I get to kick the shit out of the guy that sold it to me. And, by the way, who is going to pay a million dollars for a key? You, you you don't get the the rest of the the prison it comes with. You get a key. I want to find this person. They send you a Franklin Mint certificate of authenticity. Oh, I'm sure that they they do the research down in South Africa like that. I just want to go to the motherfucker's house that buys this, cause this guy's gonna be showing that off. You know, we all got them friends. They that that have something that's kitschy to them that they got to show off to everybody. Whether it's a bottle that Henry Winkler drank out of, it's a it, it's a napkin that I I don't know that Dr. Drew wiped his mouth with. You go to this guy's house and he goes, "Oh man, check this out," and I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be the blowjob comment guy. Check this out. I've got the key that they used to lock up Nelson Mandela with. Right, exactly. I have the paperclip they used to hold draft copies of the Constitution together. Because you and I should sell that on eBay. We have that. We have that paperclip. The guy gets all pumped up, and he, he fucking takes you to the 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 special room where he keeps it. In a locked case, he goes, that's the key right there. I just look at him and go, how do you know? Well, it was sold by the guy who worked in jail. Uh, How do you know that's the key? How do you know that that's not just a a key that opens some random fucking door at another prison? I have the shoe thrown at George W. We could go on all day with this. pick up some bird droppings and say it was from the first ever American Eagle. Well, I tell you what, rich collectors are willing to fucking part with their money more than anybody else in this world. And by the way, when it comes down to having knickknacks and things like that, this is one of the worst pieces of memorabilia I've ever heard of. I mean, that guy who stole OJ's suit and cufflinks, That was a bad deal, and then O.J. went and kicked his ass and held him against his will and went to prison for it. This guy's worse. I mean, this guy is on the level of the people that buy famous people's hair. You ever seen that? Like, somebody will show you, check this out, I got a lock of Elvis's hair. No, you don't. Elvis wasn't a redhead. Dummy. A fucking key. By the way, uh, just because it's the holidays means nothing to the bad people of Chicago. That's right. A security guard in Chicago was recently maced during back-to-back robberies of a couple stores there. Prada and Hermes, you know, a couple high-end stores there. Hermes bags usually started around, I don't know, $15,000, $16,000. Prada is about the same way. They were in the city's high-end retail district near Michigan Avenue, where each were robbed within a span of 10 minutes, and a guard was fucking maced. Two males walked into the Prada store, ripped it off, Ten minutes later, a male acting alone walked into the Hermes store across the street, sprayed what appeared to be mace at the security guard, stole merchandise, and fled. I moved here to Chicago four years ago from Atlanta. Of course, we have problems in Atlanta, too, but this is fucking awful. How bad is it that people from Atlanta are saying Chicago is awful? So there, you, Chicago's at it again. But oh, it gets even better. And our last story, until uh, before we go to uh, celebrity-ass Deathmatch. I'm just gonna read this to you because it's written so gaily. Santa may have some new names to add to his naughty list after two masked men assaulted Santa Claus on the streets of a city in Chicago. Adam White has dressed up as Santa for the last four years, spreading holiday cheer and greeting shoppers outside his brother's store in Oak Park, right near where this Hermes stuff happened. But as he stood on the corner Saturday evening, People started throwing eggs at him. Eggs at Santa Claus. They just started throwing eggs at me. And it felt like some hard rocks or something. I don't know. You know, they hit me in the face. They threw some from back, from front. Video footage attained from the station, which we don't have, sadly. Show small white objects being thrown at Santa. Santa says he wasn't hurt and immediately called police. However, officers haven't been able to locate the suspects. That city's so fucked up, people are assaulting Santa Claus now. In the middle of the street. My God. Those fucking savages. But man, I want to see that video. I want to see that video so bad. Hey, Santa. Stick this up your fucking chimney. Alright, final round. Let's do it here. Let's get to it, shall we? It is time, time. for the final, for final, final. final. of Celebrity. Stupid Holiday. Ladies and gentlemen, we have back gone back and forth on this. The final four is set. Elf on a shelf, the family newsletter. Fruitcake and decorated beards. We are going to find out right here and now who the worst is. Let's get it on. All right, in your first matchup, Ass Family, we have the stupid elf on a shelf taking on the ridiculously stupid family newsletter to hear about your somebody's Uncle Jim who you've never met who has cirrh- or cirrhosis, and he might not make it to 2023. We don't know yet. Elf on a Shelf versus the Family Newsletter. Ask family who ya got. <laughs> Elf moves on. It moves on. Even though Stephanie says new letter just for that description, and that's what they do in there. They, I mean, like, like literally, they, they tell you everything that happens within the entire family. Oh, it's so stupid. All right. Next matchup to see who faces off against the Elf on the Shelf. Will it be the dreaded fruitcake? or the stupidity of the decorated beard. Fruitcake versus decorated beard ass family. Which tradition is worse, who ya got? The decorated beard moves on and the finals are now set. Ask family, who will the face of this Mount Rushmore of terrible holiday traditions be? Will it be the elf on a shelf or will it be decorated beards? Ask family, you make the call right here, right now. Who you got?
7: so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing! Ring, 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 banana phone! Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone! It grows in bunches, I've got my hunches, it's the best, beats the rest! Cellular, modular, interactive, modular, ring, 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 Banana phone, ping-pong, 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 ping banana phone, it's no baloney, it ain't a phony, my cellular, bananular phone.
2: Wow, in an upset of upsets this holiday season, Decorative Beards, Decorative Beards wins, and is on the, uh, the face of the Mount Rushmore of terrible holiday traditions. Now, as family, as you know, I said it, uh, I will be taking Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off next week. So let me just say it right here, right now. Thank you for such an incredible year of shows and being here each and every morning. Uh, I love you all, and you all are family to me. And I can't, uh, I can't, express my appreciation enough with y'all. So thank you for everything. I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas with your family. I hope they don't drive you too crazy. And we will be back on Wednesday. Please, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. It's the holiday season. If you're going to go out and tip some back, then you go ahead and do that. Enjoy it. But please get a ride home. You don't want to run over any elves on the way home. All right, so uh, I always end the Christmas show with my favorite Christmas song, even though it's gone away now. I don't know what happened to it here. Where, where'd it go? On, let's see, we'll just go quit iTunes. There we go. Now we'll pull iTunes back up, hopefully. And it comes up in the right spot this time. There we go. Uh, so uh, I hope that y'all have a very, very Merry Christmas. And if you're celebrating Kwan's or anything else, have great ones of those, too. We will be back on Wednesday. So until then, let me just say, well, before I say it, major new feature happening next week right here at ArnieRadio.com. Until then, adios, everybody.
7: The lives of people everywhere Trying to pick out the gifts That show how much they care It makes me wish that I could see My friends on Christmas Day And fill my list with lots of gifts But I can only say Here comes a Merry Christmas Straight to you I hope it cheers you up when you Right or wrong I'll sing my song And you will know just too You I'd like to share this song with everyone who came our way Without a doubt the fire's not out, it burns for you today So here's a merry Christmas straight to you I hope it cheers you up when you are down and feeling blue You've been so kind, you've crossed my mind, and nothing less will